I didn't do TikTok. I, actually, I, I did do TikTok. So I wasn't much of a reader. In fact, I was actually proud that I didn't read. That's one chicken burger meal boss, man. He's a bit too hyped up about this whole reading thing. So some people may say, with audiobooks, they're not like books, they're cheating, and you don't get the same benefits. But is that true? If you imagine your mind is like a box, and you're putting in more and more information, squeezing it, the box gets bigger. Next to his cell was a really, really dim light that used to come on at night time. And what he'd do is that he'd get a book from the library, and he'd sit by that dim light to read what's in the book. What's crazy is that every hour the guards would walk past. So what he'd have to do is he'd have to get the book, he'd have to every 57 minutes close the book, run into bed, pretend he was asleep, and then go back and keep reading. And if there was ever one book that deserves a little bit of our attention, Assalamu alaikum people, what is going on? My name is Wasif and I'm going into my final year of university and this is the Drip Medic Podcast. In this episode, episode 3, we're going to be talking about reading. Now I know some of you guys are probably already some big, big bookworms, but for me, I absolutely hated reading. I thought it was so dry, I thought it was so dead, and I thought of loads and loads of excuses about why I didn't read. And in this episode, we're going to go over how that changed over lockdown for me, the benefits that I started to find when I picked up a few books. And we're going to talk a bit about audiobooks, like their pros and their cons. And hopefully this video gets you hyped, so you want to start reading more. We can go over some practical steps that you can take, especially helpful if you're on a budget. So this podcast you can listen to on the normal places, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and like because that helps the content get out there and random stuff about the algorithm and all this blah, blah, blah. And if you want to comment some more ideas or some feedback, make sure you put that in the comments below. That'd be really, really appreciated. So lockdown finished, university was cancelled, pretty much most students were going back home and I'm going to be honest, that first month, a month and a half, the majority of my time was spent on PlayStation, watching YouTube videos, going on Snapchat, replying to group chats, going on Instagram. I didn't do TikTok. I, actually, I, I did do TikTok, but I just watched it through Instagram. Yeah, it was a bit peak, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bit peak. But you know what? In all honesty, it was sick. I can't even guess. Playing PlayStation was so jokes. Group chats were hilarious. YouTube and Instagram were coming up with the most random videos. Like, you know, you started feeling brave thinking, yeah, haircut's not that deep. I can do one of those. But then you realize the problems and issues that you get with this kind of stuff. After doing that for like a month and a month and a half, my brain felt so foggy and it felt so jumbled up and you just felt so numb. And even doing that stuff, started to become so tiring and in lockdown you just found yourself being more tired than usual and even after like that month and a half then university started coming back with all the zoom meetings and you know assignments that they gave you but even then they just felt so much harder to do than i ever remembered and i had no focus whatsoever and this was where youtube was sick not gonna lie so when i wasn't watching three guys make a high-rise apartment and a swimming pool out of mud leaves and whatever they could find in the jungle I thought I'd type in how to be productive on YouTube. Now I know we've probably seen all of those videos before and long story short what they were saying is that you need to limit yourself on all these addictive activities like Instagrams, PlayStation, blah 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 but also to improve your focus you gotta read more. So I wasn't much of a reader. In fact I was actually proud that I didn't read stupid of me and I was wondering like, what's the hype about? What is so special about reading? It's not that deep. 
I also thought, it's so tiring, and what can you possibly gain from a book? So again, YouTube comes in, I type in benefits of reading, and after a few videos, there's this little hype that starts getting created. You get mad quote after mad quote, like, readers make great leaders, or reading is the exercise for your brain. So there you're just sitting there saying, okay, you're kind of buying into it slowly, slowly. So the videos were giving loads of reasons about why reading is so good. And when I started reading, I noticed benefit in these four main reasons. So the first reason is that if you imagine your mind is like a box and you're putting in more and more information, squeezing it, the box gets bigger. So you're getting new viewpoints, new information, new ideas. And what's interesting is that reading certain things inspired me to read more. I'll explain. I was reading the Malcolm X autobiography and this guy was a mad don. What he used to do, he used to get a dictionary and he used to copy out every single word from A all the way to Z and each night he'd get a page of the dictionary and he'd read it to himself and he'd memorize the words on there. Now that is mad, but it's not actually the maddest thing. So while he was in prison, next to his cell was a really, really dim light that used to come on at nighttime. And what he'd do is that he'd get a book from the library and he'd sit by that dim light to read what's in the book. What's crazy is that every hour the guards would walk past. So what he'd have to do is he'd have to get the book, he'd have to every 57 minutes close the book, run into bed, pretend he was asleep, and then go back and keep reading. And the fact that the light was so dim, it strained his eyes so much, that is the reason why Malcolm X has his glasses madness. So the second reason was that as you read more and practice more, not only does your focus increase and makes it easier to do other bits of work, but also the actual comprehension of the stuff that you read helps in other places. So if I'm reading like random articles or reading stuff on my phone, it just felt so much easier to read. Thirdly, the reason is, is that you might think, okay, so I'm putting all this focus in and reading this book, it's going to get quite tiring. And in fact, it was actually the opposite. It was actually a mad, mad relaxing activity. And it was just as relaxing as PlayStation or going on Instagram. And I'm not going to go over here and say, they're not relaxing. They're sick. Like that's the whole reason that we do it. They're addictive. They're easy to use. And you can go hours and hours on those kind of things. But with reading, what you notice is that when you finish reading a book, you don't have that sort of brain fog and brain muddle that you would usually get after a long binge of like a YouTube or things like that. Lastly, you're gaining knowledge and you're gaining information on a variety of things. So when you're chatting to people, you have so much more stuff that you can talk about. So them DMCs that you're having, them deep meaningful conversations are on a next level. Now I know what you're thinking, oh okay, he's a bit, he's a bit too hyped up about this whole reading thing. And to be honest, I actually am. And I don't know why, but I think it's one of those things where you had such a thing against reading beforehand and then you actually do it and you realize whoa what have i been missing so there's four main categories of books that i wanted to get into and the first one was autobiographies now it sounds gas but when you read an autobiography it actually feels like you're having a coffee with that famous person or with that person that's writing the book and they're literally telling you their life from a all the way to z and it's so so cool to read because because the autobiographies that are available are from so many people that you can think of. Like on my reading list now is the Kevin Hart autobiography and the Trevor Noah autobiography. Two mad, mad comedians and how sick would it be to just find out how their mind works and how they think. The second category is medical books. Now not textbooks, but in particular books from doctors that were so inspiring. 
I know in med school I had all these moments where I was like, you know what, what's the point? Like, why do I need to put in all this extra effort? Why can't I just be a chiller? Why can't I just get that paycheck, get out of here, do the bare minimum, and I'll be content? But when you read these stories about these doctors, the stuff they go through, the stuff that they went just to get that little bit of knowledge, and then the stuff that they achieved from that is nothing short of inspiring. And it literally changed the way that I think about how I want to do my degree and changed the way that, you know what, maybe my work ethic right now isn't the best. It's something that really needs work on to try and get it to that level. And there's one book that I have to shout out. It was the maddest book that I've ever read on this topic. And that is I Shall Not Hate by Izzeldin Abulaish. Now this book is about this Gaza doctor who through medicine, patience, compassion, was doing his absolute best to be that bridge to try and sort out all these issues that were going on from both sides, but through medicine. It's an unbelievable read. It's so well written and well thought out. You have to have a look at it. The third category were all those like self-help productivity books. And what people are telling me is that, yeah, those self-help books are good, but to really, really gain some benefit out of those books, what you need to do is take it slowly, but implement the things that you learn and you'll actually get benefit from those books. There's some simple ideas in there, but when you implement them, you don't even realize how big of a change they can make. Now, this last category is something I was lacking in so much. I was lacking in giving time and attention and truthfully missing out on all the amazing things that come with it. And that's Islamic books. Now, an important thing that someone told me was that if you love something, you really, really need to know it inside and out. So for example, Arsenal Football Club. I love it. I know about the players, where they play, the formations, the manager, what's going on around there, their mother's maiden name, their address. Uh, okay, obviously not the last two. But Arsenal, they have a tendency to let me down sometimes. Everyone goes through it one way or another, especially at university. You're probably listening to this and the majority of people that I met, they're hoping to better themselves in this department in one way or another. If I really want to become a better Muslim or become better in my faith, I need to actually love it. And the only way I can love it is if I know more and more about it and actually find out more and more about it to love. But there's something different about this. And this is where it's quite special. Because in my head, a lot of the time, and I'm sure many people think this as well, you think Islamic books, you think, oh man, they're so complicated, they're going to be hard to relate to, I don't know how I'm going to do it, it's just, it's just too much. But if you put in a little bit of effort, it will be the most easiest thing to fall in love with. Because God, Allah promises that if you take a couple of steps towards him, he will come running towards you. So you're guaranteed, if you just take that first step of getting that first book or reading that first page, you will instantly, inshallah, fall in love with it and want to read more and more of it. Because with these books, the more and more you read it, there's going to be so many things that you'll start linking with your life and start gaining that emotional attachment to all the things that are saying. And then you'll find all the other things that you're trying to balance and trying to get better at be so much easier to improve yourself as a person and improve yourself in your faith. So you want to read more Islamic books, but you don't know where to start. And I really recommend this video by Samantha J. Boyle, an amazing revert who goes through some of the Islamic books that inspired her. And if you just type it in on YouTube, you'll be able to find it. Samantha J. Boyle, Islamic Books 2020 or something like that. She's got a really good recommendation about some inspirational books that she read to help her be where she is today. 
And if there was ever one book that deserves a little bit of our attention, there's a book that I need to improve on the amount of time and effort that I put into it. That is the Holy Quran. Even if you just read one line with the meaning and just sit there and reflect and think about, yo, what is this trying to tell me? What kind of message is being given out? How does it relate to my life? What can I change after this? That will bring you immense, unbelievable benefit that I just can't explain in a video. So I know for quite a few people, including myself, reading Arabic can be quite tricky. But the most important thing that you do is try your best to read it to the best of your ability because that's where there's so much reward and so many blessings inside that. But also, the most important thing after that is that you read the meaning and try and reflect and think about all the stuff that we spoke about a bit earlier. So a good translation to read, and you can find the link in the bio to the PDF, is the Abdul Halim Oxford Classics translation. So if you're a Muslim or not Muslim and you're curious or interested, just have a little read there. It's a free PDF to read. And did you know that the first ever word that was revealed in Arabic was the word Iqra? And Iqra means read. It shows the importance that we have as people to read, study and reflect. And it's an obligation that we have. So yeah, it's mad important. So you want to start reading books, but you don't know which book to start off with. And the thing that was recommended to me was getting a Goodreads account. Now, Goodreads is basically like the IMDb of movies, but the IMDb for books. And what's good about that is that you can look at loads of different genres and they give loads of ratings. So, you know, in like IMDb, you would never touch anything lower than a seven unless you're really, really desperate to watch that movie. Six point five at best. But with this... They do ratings out of five stars and you can see which books are the top rated in that genre and work your way to it. And then you can add those books into a list of things that you want to read so you can work your way through that. So let's talk about audiobooks. So some people may say with audiobooks, they're not like books, they're cheating and you don't get the same benefits. But is that true? Well, not really. According to a study, a group of participants listened to sections of unbroken a non-fiction book about World War I. One group used an audiobook, while the other read on an e-reader. There was no significant difference between the two. Comprehension was the same, along with the information they gained. Yeah, I need to really stop doing these accents, man. But basically, yeah, there's no difference. But for me personally, I noticed a few things when I started listening to audiobooks. I got a short attention span, and my mind wanders very easily. So... When my mind was wandering and I was listening to an audiobook, I would lose chunks of the story. So I'd always have to be pressing the 15 second back button to try and find out where I was. And that's something that I just didn't really settle into. Audiobooks are decent. There's nothing wrong with them at all. You can listen to them while you're in the car. You can listen to them while you're doing a job around the house. Or you can literally just sit and listen to them and they're actually pretty relaxing. But why limit yourself to just one? Why not listen to a bit of an audiobook? But why not actually read from a book as well? Because they're only going to bring you nothing but benefit. I still got a long way to go. So inshallah, God willing, that this hyped you up, gassed you up, and hopefully got you wanting to start that habit of reading if you don't read at the moment, or you used to read loads, but then you kind of fell away, or you know what, just want to get back into it over the lockdown and do something that is really beneficial. So when I was trying to read books. I was reading quite a few books on my phone and just getting the Kindle app and things. So then... I was recommended one of these and now no it's not an advert okay it's an amazon kindle paperwhite 
not sponsored by them, but this was literally the exact journey that I had to go on. So I just want to be honest. And the benefit of this Kindle Paperwhite is that I remember being a bit like, oh, but I love the smell of books and I love the way they feel and I love the, the taste of books. I, I need physical books. But crazy enough, this Kindle, the Paperwhite in particular, when you look at the pages, I think it's like the, the next one up from the basic model. It looks just like it looks just like you're reading on paper. It's proper light, easy to carry, and you can fit thousands of books on here. And what's good about this as well is that at the bottom corner, they have a little status that says time left in chapter, or you can change it to show you time left in book. So you can see that, oh, is this a short book that will only take an hour? I might as well just sit and finish it. Or you can see that it may seem like a really, really long book, but it only takes a few hours to get through. It was really, really helpful and motivational to see that. And I was like, you know what, actually, it's not that deep. I might as well sit and try and finish as much as I can. Or I'm like 20 minutes away from finishing the book. I might as well finish it and carry on. And at first I thought, you know what, these Kindle books, how am I going to keep up? They're going to be so expensive and I won't be able to keep up and read all the books that I want to read. But in fact, the majority of Kindle books are well under five quid. That's one chicken burger meal, boss man. And they have this trial you can get of Kindle Unlimited, where it's like a subscription service where you can download a, from a wide variety of books. And whilst that is wicked, and it was a really good starting point to read loads of books, the main books that you're probably looking at, are the main big name books that you might want to read, were not actually in the Kindle Unlimited subscription. And I know it's tough, you know, you want to read all these books, but sometimes you're struggling. So what you can do is that there's this app called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. And this app is basically your local library, but in an online format. So you go to your local library website, go online, get a username and a PIN. And it does only takes a couple of minutes to get that stuff. And then you insert it into this app. And then straight away, you can borrow loads and loads of books. And what you can do, you can link your Kindle to that and it will send it straight to your Kindle. So it's the perfect thing if you're wanting to read loads of books, or you're not really sure if you want to commit to a book and pay the money for it. But also with those books is that the popular books that they have, yeah, there is a bit of a waiting time, but if you amass a list of books that you want to read, next thing you know, each week you're going to be getting one of the books that you've been waiting for, you won't even realise. So that's a pretty cool alternative that you can try. Now, I never actually thought I'd do this thing, and I didn't actually do it for a while, but I started watching a few videos about it, and they really, really spoke highly of it. And what it is, is that you highlight any bits of information that you read in the book that you just think, oh, that's pretty cool, or that's pretty important, or that might be a cool lesson to learn. And then what you do is at the end of the book, you have all the things highlighted. Have a read of the highlights and put them into a book journal. Now, I know it sounds so long, but to be honest, it's pretty bougie. Because basically, it allows you to go back on any book that you read, read the important points, or write out the lessons that you could take from that book and implement straight away. And you know what was really nice is that after reading a few books, and then you slowly, slowly look at your journal about all the stuff that you highlighted, it's pretty decent and you start to realise how important it is to read and all the knowledge you've already gained from it, and just to motivate you to read even more. It doesn't take too long and it's just a nice little habit to have. It's pretty cool, pretty relaxing, but that's just me. So yeah, if you're anything like I was, thinking reading is so dry and so dead, honestly, I can't stress enough how much I regret not getting into reading. 
Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, I'm such a bookworm now, I'm reading hours and hours, but I'm slowly, slowly starting to develop a habit where, inshallah, God willing, I can keep it going of reading either a little bit a day or, when I can, reading a little bit more because having that habit in my day has brought so many benefits and I can't even explain it, you just have to try it. So I hope it goes well for you guys and trust me, you need to get on reading. If you fell off from it or you don't read, 100% you got to get on it. That's just the way it is. is. Congratulations, you have made it to this short segment left of the podcast. And this is something that if you've been following on Instagram, you would have seen that I put out a story saying I wanted you guys to get involved in this segment. And what I wanted you guys to do was to send in either a lesson a question that you had, any wisdoms that you had so that you can share it with everyone so that we can all benefit. Now, if you want to do that in the future, you can DM me on Instagram, you can put it in the comments on YouTube, or if you want to be quite low-key about it, keep it pretty on the DL, then what you can do is use a link in the description and that's linktr.ee slash dripmedic. You see it all around the Linktree websites. And when you click on that link, you have an option to fill out this little Google form. You put as much text or as little text as you like and you can put in whatever you like that can benefit, wisdom, question, lesson, whatever it is, you name it. We could use it in this short segment of the episode where it could be really good where we can make a whole episode to talk about it. So it's all down to you guys. And I think what we'll do is that we'll keep it to one each episode. So if you put one in, have a look out for it in later episodes. And the ideas that you guys bring are so mad and don't feel that, you know what, oh, what am I going to bring to it? I don't know anything about it. But truthfully, your wisdom may be small to you or may you may belittle it but that could be the maddest maddest advice that someone else is hoping to listen to so hopefully get involved and we can all benefit each other inshallah god willing so this piece of advice comes in from shunidi a really really nice person on my course and she said two things i learned that i want to share are failure is an amazing opportunity for growth and a chance to become more resilient it's not an end point I can actually write an absolute novel on this, but I'll keep it short and sweet. The second point is that it's so important to have a close support network of family and friends who truly care and want what's best for you. And that it's okay to politely set boundaries to protect your peace of mind from people who may not respect you in this way. And I think that's wicked because I definitely agree with the first point where we'll hopefully go over that in detail in more episodes about failure not being the end point and the steps needed to become more resilient when coming across failure. And 100% it's so important to have that support network of family and friends that are pushing you and making sure that you're spending time on work and doing the things that you need to do. If your friend says to you, oh yeah, yeah, bro, let's just chill, man. It's not that deep. You know, you can take it easy with the work, you know, relax. But thinking positively of them, they just want you to go because it's emotive. They don't want you to miss out and they'll enjoy your presence there. And at those times, it's down to us to just calmly say, oh, no, thank you, man. I'm sorry, I can't make it today. I need to put this work in. And you might find it so awkward to say, but that's your mate at the end of the day. So it should be really, really easy to just politely say, yeah, you know what? If you guys are still chilling at that time, I'll be there. But for now, i got to work. And I think that's the main idea is that you should always think positively of people in general and always keep thinking, what can I be doing to be the best friend that I can possibly be? Because at the end of the day, your actions will help influence 
in a good way, the people around you. You get me? So that wraps up episode three. And it's crazy that it's been going on for three weeks now, this whole idea that's come in. And Alhamdulillah, I'm so glad. And I'm very thankful to all you guys for all the support that you've been showing. And inshallah, it grows to be something beneficial. And Alhamdulillah, it's already been such a learning experience. It's really, really been helpful. And I've been making so many mistakes on the channel. But let's just see how all this stuff works. So make sure if you're watching on YouTube and you like the content, make sure to subscribe and like everything to help it get out there. Comment anything below that you want to talk about or any feedback that you have. Any feedback is good. It doesn't even have to be constructive. And I'll hopefully take the good out of it. And that is pretty much a wrap. See you next episode. Assalamu alaikum. Mm-hmm.